my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third <coughs> president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 596, if you will, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we are reading Proverbs chapter 12, verses 21 through 28. Shall we pray together? In the words of Mrs. Ruby Gooding, the grandmother of my daughter Danielle, this is a praying time. If there ever was a time to pray, that time is now. Seriously. And by the way, contrary to what you may think, <laughs> I got news for you. Prayer is the best thing you can do. Uh -uh. Nothing else. We don't have a police problem. We have a prayer problem with God's people not praying because, in the words of Leonard Ravenhill, they are playing and straying. My, my, my. Mm -mm. So, don't listen to me pray. Don't watch me pray. You pray. And then you pray throughout the day. Your main occupation is to pray and to witness for the Lord. That's what you ought to be doing. Every preacher, and let me tell you preachers something. Because we have probably just as many preachers listening as we have people, other people. Let me tell you something. Your job, as God defines it, is to give yourself to prayer into the ministry of the word. In fact, you have to get up right now and have a devotional for your church. Live. You don't need to be listening to me. You have been encouraged enough and fired up enough by God using me. You need to get up and have your own. You say, preacher, you want competition? There's no competition. You need to email, have your wife or your if your children are still living with you, because you, you, you and your wife probably don't know how to do it, email the people of the church and let them know you're having a devotional. You don't have to have a devotion as long as I do. It can be 10, 15 minutes. And I would venture to say in this day and time, you are wrong not to have a devotional service live from your house or from your church office or from the pulpit or wherever, preacher. Don't be listening to me. 
laughing and carrying on with me. You need to get up out of your chair, get from behind your desk, listening to me, and go have a devotion of yourself. You can have it right there at your desk. Have your people to set you up if you're not doing it already. Thank God for the few who are. You need to have, in, in this day and time, sure, you know I'm right about it. You want to stay connected to, to, your, to God and to your people. Have a devotional service every day. And tell the folks, pastor will be here at such and such a time. And have your devotional service. Once you have your devotional service, you want to come over here and hear me, that's fine. But you need to be doing something. You need to give yourself, Pastor, God bless your heart, to prayer and to the ministry of the word, not to listening to other preachers. Uh -uh. You don't need to follow anybody but God. No God-called preacher needs to follow anybody but God. If you want to follow your pastor, that's fine. If he led you to the Lord, that's fine. Nobody else. Mm-mm. You, you, they need to follow you. If anybody going to follow anybody, let them follow you. You follow nobody but God, Jesus. God will appreciate it, and your people will appreciate it. You say, I don't think no more than about three or five will come. So, why, why are you concerned about that? You need to be in place. One, you. It don't matter to me who comes. When I, I get up and do the this devotion, and I, when I preach tonight, I don't. It don't matter to me. We thank God for a, a good showing uh, every day. Uh, but but as long as I'm here, I, I have to be here. See, <laughs> under God. Because he wants me to give myself to prayer and to the ministry of the word and to inspire others and encourage others to give themselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And really every Christian ought to see that as a mandate. Not, not just the pastor, not just the preacher. So let's pray. And you don't have to pray like me. You don't have to pray as long as me. But you do need to pray. Seriously, people. I'm here to tell you, I, I know it sounds cute, the cute little song. A little talk with Jesus will make things all right. He may not change the circumstances, but he'll change you. And he'll change your mentality. Have you found out that a little exercise is beneficial? How it changes your uh, mentality? It, it changes you. It, 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 it does something. Some people call them endorphins or whatever, 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 whatever. I don't know. Uh, people become these words that don't mean anything to me. You, you just feel better. Well, a little talk, a little prayer will make you feel better even though your circumstances may not change. How about that? And God may give you a solution. God may work a miracle. 
You know the verse that turned me on to prayer when I was a young Christian that God used to turn me on to prayer? Men ought always to pray and not to faint. But the verse, the real, the verse, the, the first verse was, "Ask and ye shall receive; seek and ye shall find; knock, and it shall be opened unto you." The theologians tell me that's a continual action. You keep on asking. You keep on seeking. You keep on knocking. While you're ripping and running, trying to find somebody and find a woman, find a man, and trying to get somebody to help you, the best place for you to go is to your prayer closet. You're trying to do this and that and ripping and running and you're fretting and you're worried and you, and you won't talk to God because you know your heart is not right and you don't want to get it right. That's one of the reasons why you people don't pray. You don't want to pray because you know God's going to bring up things. Prayer is very uncomfortable. You can pray if you want to and be mad at your husband, mad at your wife and y'all doing the silent treatment. Watch this. You people who are married, Dr. Tony Evans told y'all to stop doing this after his wife died at his worst, lowest moment in life. He told you people out here doing the silent treatment, don't be doing that. Do you hear me? <laughs> That's what he told me. That's what he said. Don't, 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 you people, married folk out here not talking to each other, not speaking. Don't, he said, don't do that. Because one day they're going to be gone, you can't talk to them. But here's the thing I want to say to you. Hear me well. And that is, you want to do the silent treatment with your husband, but you want to have this great, wonderful prayer life and talking to God. God's not going to let you do that. Look at me real good. God's not going to let you do that, baby. And it's mostly women who do the silent treatment. And some of you feminine men, y'all fall into it yourself. I, I don't care if you like it or not. It's just ridiculous. Mm. You see, preacher, has your wife tried that? Yes. You know what I do? I keep on talking and keep on telling her what to do. And we're going to communicate and we're going to have sex. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to keep on moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Because I'm in charge here. And when I talk to you, you're going to answer me. And if you get to the point where you don't want to do that, it's time for you to go. You're not being a wife like you promised. Seriously. See, and see, but see, now when I say that, my wife believes me. You don't need to be here if you're not going to be the wife that you said you were going to be. And part of that is communication. Well, you say, well, preacher, in the American way, a woman does not have to respond to you, and she doesn't have to do this and that. That's right. But she, don't, she does not need to be here either. And I mean that. See, you don't you go and do that because you, she can tell whether or not you mean it. I told you before, women do have intuition, but it's mostly into men. And they understand. They 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 they, they, they know how to. Uh, they have intuition into men. 
I believe the father has more intuition into the children, contrary to what the world says. And she can tell whether or not you mean it, and if you, you if you're the real deal, and if you're crazy enough to do stuff. Okay. They can tell. So don't you go do it if you don't mean. Don't do what I do if you don't mean it. Because I mean it. See. And so. Husband you keep on talking. If she wants to pull that. And God's not going to let her pull that. You can't. She can't talk to you. But she can talk to God all day. Talking about, don't disturb me. I'm praying. Uh-uh. No, no, no. No, I will disturb you. And you're going to communicate with me. Because God's not going to hear your prayers anyway with that foolishness. You want to play the silent treatment with your husband and with your children. And then want to talk to God all day. And God's not hearing that. Because you are bucking his authority. That he has placed over you. So you need to cut that foolishness out. If you're married, act like you're married. Communicate. Doesn't matter. You say, well, I don't feel it. Doesn't matter how you feel about it. Just do it. See? And both of you need to pray together. And you need to lead the way, husbands. She should not be grabbing you, telling her, let's come and pray. Let's go and pray. Uh-uh. No. You lead her in prayer. You lead your children in prayer. And by the way, that's the bravest thing you will ever do in your life, sir. You're talking about men of courage. Men of courage is not submitting to your wife. And, and, and the man is always wrong and the wife is always right. That's not... You remember the movie Courageous? I want to be the, this, this kind of sweet evangelical charismatic husband who is so sensitive that he moves down uh, he, he's so sensitive that he just does away with his manhood and he's wrong or he's always uh, bent over in pain and misery and guilt he's always wrong and the wife is always right the wife wants him to do this and that and he won't wash the dishes and he won't uh, clean up the house and he won't change the babies he's not a man of he's not he's not courageous no <laughs> Let me tell you something. The most courageous thing you'll ever do in your life, sir, even if you are a warrior, police officer, first responder, is pray to God with your wife and children. I guarantee that. Because <clears throat> you're dealing with some real warfare. The really real as they taught us in college. Huh? I don't care if you like it or not. I'm telling you the truth. See you. See some of you. Some of you guys would rather go out here and fight a war, and you're courageous to uh, be a hero. But you won't pray to God. You don't have enough courage to pray to God. I double dog dare you to try it. I double dog dare you to try it, and and, and see how we're going to really see how courageous and brave and and strong you are. And another thing. In addition to that, in, in connection to that, sure, yeah. a courageous man, a brave man, 
You want? I want to see. You you want to be brave? Want to be great? Lead a woman about. Lead a wife. Hmm? Like a man should. We because we have some big old strong men who will go out here and fight a war and and be first responders and they're courageous and that, but they're not courageous enough to lead their wife and lead their children. See, they become little kitty cats. Little pussy cats. When it comes down to that wife, because she rules the roost, buddy. And controls him. And she's got him right where she wants him. I double dog dare you to pray with your wife and children. You so brave. I double dog dare you to do it. Every day. Every day. First thing. Serious prayer. Not some prayer your grandmother taught you and lay me down to sleep and all that. Uh, serious prayer. Deal with the issues that God brings up in your prayer. See, see, if you're really praying, God takes over the prayer. God will lead you in the prayer. And the Holy Ghost will come alongside you and on inside of you and lead you in the prayer. See, you, you, see you're really connecting with God when you pray in, 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 in so many ways and on so many levels. Okay? Yes, on a Saturday before you go to uh, Nebraska Furniture. Maybe God will stop you. You really don't need it. You don't need it. Whatever, whatever it is, you don't need it. You just want to go. You want to go and be about town and see what other folks are doing and show you behind and show this and show that and try to, you know, whatever. You just want to be out and about. Foot loose and fancy free. But have a little talk with Jesus and see if he wants you to go out there and buy something you don't need. To make you feel good for a moment. And then you'll be depressed in three months. Pray out. Pray before you go to the mall. And then come out of the mall. If you go just to go to go. And you come out of the mall and you shout the victory that you didn't buy anything. And some of you men. Go on to the. Uh, plan on going to the golf course. And going to the sporting event. To waste time. Go ahead. You know but pray first. And see if God will change your mind and say, you know what, you need to stay home. Your influence needs to be in the home. You really don't need to go out there risking your life and risking your family's life getting the coronavirus. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 21 to 28. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. 
And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us all. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for salvation, spiritual, family, and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Thank you, Lord, for the journey you put me on over 42, 43 years ago. Lord, because of the journey that you put me on and all of the twists and turns and uh, how you brought me forward and brought me forth by your grace, by your might, everything worked out uh, for my good and for the good of the ministry and for uh, the good of my family and the good of thousands of other people. And Lord, the journey you put me on gives me the confidence that uh, you can put all of my children on a similar journey and they'll have their twists and turns. But uh, in the end, it'll turn out right for your glory, praise, and honor. <clears throat> so I have faith in you. Uh, that you would do the same in their lives as you did in mine. And uh, you will bring them forth to do your will. My faith looks up to you. And I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for what you have done in our lives and through our lives. And Holy Father God... I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for those of us who are born again and who are saved by your grace. We individually, Lord, confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of all of our sins our faults and failures in word, thought, and deed, where we have grieved your Holy Spirit in any way, please forgive us. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will create within us a pure heart and a right spirit, crush and crucify our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh, and help us to die to self afresh and anew today. For all of that, <clears throat> Lord, which most of us don't understand, the dying of the self is one of the most beautiful things on earth that you perform on your people. The crucifixion of your people as they follow Christ is one of the most liberating things that I know of and uh, I pray that you would help us to die to self afresh and anew today. On this Saturday, 
popping with, as was mentioned earlier, so many possibilities, so much excitement, <coughs> so much sunshine. Help us to keep it real with you and to keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. Keep us, Lord, therefore, in perfect peace. Crucify our flesh and the old man within us. Fill us afresh and anew today with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty. Lord of your Holy Spirit, put a God in our hearts, our minds, tongues, attitudes, and temperaments that we would not sin against you today. And Holy Father God, deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ and who are saved. Lord, deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, help us all to humble ourselves and to pray, and to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, the religious and lost, Lord, in my family and in churches around the world. Uh, we pray for the irreligious and lost as well around the world. And Lord, I pray for uh, my wife, Marika White, that she would lay aside her pride and humble herself down and truly believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, for her soul's salvation that will transform her from her lying self, her stealing self, her disrespectful self, uh, bad attitude self, uh, not loving and caring for her children, as she should have self, not respecting her husband as she should have and obeying him and submitting to him. Lord, uh, the sins are uh, multiple because she has never been saved. She has never been born again. And Lord, that is the case with thousands and as you've shown me, no doubt millions in the church who are lost, as I was. I thank you for somehow sparing me and saving me, not only from hell, but out of religion that was causing me to go to hell. For there are still millions of people who think doing good works and going to church and going through the emotions of religion is what salvation is about. And it is not. And Lord, uh, I thank you for delivering me from that, saving me uh, from hell in spite of the church and, uh, and the religion that I was brought up in. For your glory, praise, and honor, because now you have, over the past 42 years, 43 years, you have uh, led me to help get others delivered from that by making the gospel clear that it has nothing to do with church membership 
or giving money to the church or being a minister or a preacher or a singer in the church. And I thank you for that. And Lord, I have behind the scenes, just as in the family for many years, over 30 years, behind the scenes, you led me to have family devotions with my family behind the scenes for over 30 plus years. And then you gave me the privilege to do it publicly as I'm doing today because so many people don't do it in the church. Even the older saints who know they should do it don't do, don't do it. But the younger people, many of them, they have never even heard of having devotions before. And so, Holy Father God, uh, same thing regarding my wife's salvation. Uh, I just dealt with the situation over the years and controlled her. And with your help, restrained her from doing permanent damage to her children and to the marriage. And uh, with prayer and with the devotions and with the reading of Ephesians 5 and 6. <clears throat> but as you know, Lord, I started praying for her salvation uh, even before Dan Danny was born and, uh, and after she was born because of her wicked behavior of not loving and caring for her child as she should have which you led me to come off the road to make sure that Danny was taken care of and not harmed. And so this prayer and this concern is, is not a new thing. Nobody knew about it until now uh, when you have given me the liberty to pray for it publicly to help other people to examine themselves and to see whether or not they be in the faith. Uh, in my family as well. I pray for not only Marika White, I pray for my mother and my two sisters uh, who are caught up in religion and are disobedient to your word. They've cast your holy word behind their backs. And I never doubted uh, my father's salvation after I got saved and, and I have not doubted my brother's salvation but uh, uh, the evil that my mother and my sisters are doing, uh, being Jezebels in the church uh, and causing all kinds of havoc and problems. Uh, Lord, I pray for their salvation, their true salvation, for a truly saved person will obey your word. And I pray the same thing for Marika White's mother uh, and her aunt's and I believe the aunts are demon-possessed. And I do pray that you would cast the devil out of them, open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls. And uh, help them not to cling to religion, but to cling to you. And Holy Father God, I am well aware that this is not popular with... Uh, the sweet evangelicals and the sweet charismatics because they have perpetrated the lie that everything is supposed to be wonderful 
and dandy and uh, great and prosperous in, in everybody's Christian family when in reality uh, all of these families and preachers' families are full of dead men's bones. Uh, some of the greatest hypocrites in history are living in the church today with phony marriages, phony families, and you have slowly but surely pulled back the covers on their hypocrisy for they are the Adams family at home and worse and the Brady Bunch at church to keep the money flowing and it's nothing but a bunch of fake foolishness as we have seen with such people as Devon Franklin and Megan Good and thousands of other couples the people the couple couple that created Pure Flix, divorced in the plague pandemic, the Lentz uh, fiasco, and on and on we can go. And so, Holy Father God, I think it is uh, a breath of fresh air for a preacher to tell the truth about the situation uh, in uh, the marriage and in the family as to what it really is and with the man not being the one who always, always has to be the fall guy and that is not the reality and so Holy Father God I do pray that you will help more and more pastors and pastors wives to tell the truth and shame the devil and most importantly people who are religious but lost to come to know you as Savior and we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, at the same time Lord we pray that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas Jezebel Sanballat and Tobias out of Marika White's life out of the lives of people on both sides of our family and give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we pray the same for other families that uh, name the name of Christ in this country and around the globe. And we pray, Lord, that you would rebuke and bind our enemy, the devil, his demons and his hosts from us throughout this day and uh, from this service give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh and the devil. The devil has already attacked the technology this morning in a strange way and he's going to attack further throughout this day. We're not ignorant of the devil's devices. He has always done this and because he hates you and he hates the ministry and hates everybody who's trying to serve you. And so Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, the religious and the irreligious, 
the true revi- the revival of the truly saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving and the mourning. Lord, around the world, in this country, and uh, in our communities, in our families, in our churches, and in our lives. And Holy Father God, for those who are truly born again and saved, lift all of our burdens, our cares, our worries, and our anxieties. Lord, from our hearts and our minds, our souls, and our spirits, Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. Uh, holy Father God, I pray that you'll protect me from all of my enemies and those who uh, would like to see me dead because of the things that I have preached and I preach. And Lord, keep us safe. Continue to keep us safe as we noticed a breach uh, in our security on yesterday. <clears throat> as someone uh, somehow opened our door almost like they had a key. Uh, and I don't know if they're plotting a future attack or what, but uh, I pray that, Lord, you would throat these uh, attacks and persecution. Continue to surround me with your protection, a band of your holy angels, and a wall of your holy fire. And to do the same for my family and all other people who stand for you. And so, Holy Father God, if they would try to kill a Supreme Court Justice, uh, they will certainly try to kill a prophet who does not have the security that a Supreme Court justice has. And, uh, but I thank you for your security. And I thank you for keeping me alive for many years uh, as I have been under surveillance and followed and attacked and everything else down through the years. Uh, and so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would deliver us today from all of our distresses and afflictions. And I pray this prayer not only for me and my family, but for all of your saints who stand for you. Protect us, Holy Father God, and deliver us from all of our tribulations and troubles, trials and temptations and tests and tensions. Give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, enemies on the outside and enemies on the inside. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, 
that you would deliver each and every one of us as well from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, and protect Lord millions from a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis, as you have done in your mercy and grace in the midst of chastisement, rebuke, and judgment. And so, Holy Father God, we pray also that you would bless and protect our family from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels. In a wall of your holy fire, cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Lord, please receive all glory, praise, and honor to your name. Lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. In, for it is in his name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God the Holy Bible at Proverbs chapter 12 verses 21 through 28 there shall no evil happen to the just but the wicked shall be filled with mischief lying lips are abomination to the Lord but they that deal truly are his delight. A prudent man concealeth knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaimeth foolishness. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduceth them. The slothful man roasteth not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, thank you so much for your holy and powerful word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. Help us to bring it back up, to meditate on it to love it, to cherish it, and to obey it, and to apply it to our lives.
to teach it in a, disciple, in a discipleship way and to preach the whole counsel of God and to preach your holy gospel that others may come to know you as Savior. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Amen.